For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to preview the Tennessee Titans upcoming matchup against the Miami Dolphins. They're riding hot right now. We'll get into the success they've had and what that means for the Titans. We'll also look at some playoff situations because the Titans can clinch with a multitude of different results that could happen on Sunday. So we will look into that as well. But before we dive into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. And they remain your number one option for all the basketball, football, and hockey action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 and 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Right now, D, the Titans, they opened up around a three-point favorite. Now, the first thing we need to get into, Denard, is the COVID situation for the Titans. Got a lot of guys on that list, but as we are recording this within the last couple of hours, the NFL has implemented new protocols. But before I go down the list of Titans that are currently on the reserve COVID-19 list, how are you doing today, my friend? Davey, I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm, you know what, D, I wanted to say I'm doing great, but Davey, we have to, uh, man, be careful, man, because this uh, COVID stuff is out of control. It is out of control, but right now, at least with the cases that they're dealing with, it does not seem as though the severity is as bad as we initially saw, but still practice proper hygiene, you know, do the usual stuff to take care of yourself. Games are getting canceled left and right. Denard, I was supposed to be traveling to South Bend, Indiana this coming Saturday to watch uh, Duke play Notre Dame. Always wanted to check out Notre Dame's campus and see Coach K coaching his final season, uh, one of the staples in the game, and that will not be happening. So it's also been impacting bowl games left and right. I feel bad for a lot of the players that have traveled across the country, fans and 
family have also made the trip out there, and then their game gets canceled. The most recent example happens to be the bowl game between NC State and UCLA, and I feel bad for all the Wolfpack fans that made the trip because, and and those players, man, this was some of their last opportunities to get in there, and they're not going to be able to showcase it one last time with their brothers on the field. It's frustrating. I need some people at the top to figure this out because, and by figure it out, I mean don't cancel games that don't need to be canceled, but the NFL is at least enacting some new regulations whenever it comes to the COVID-19 isolation period. And multiple media members reported today that the NFLPA has agreed, and along with the NFL, to reduce COVID-19 isolation period from 10 days to 5 days. So, under the new protocols, regardless of vaccination status, players who test positive can stop isolating after 5 days if they haven't had a fever in the last 24 hours and any other symptoms they've experienced have resolved or improved. Players who clear the five-day isolation period have to wear a KN95 or an N95 mask at all times except during practicing games for another five days after returning. And so this will allow guys to be able to get back sooner. Individuals will be subject to a 90-day testing holiday counting from the day of their positive test. Had a couple of guys test positive, Denard, right before the San Francisco game. And then we had some guys go on the list after that. As of right now, we're recording this. It is Tuesday evening. The guys on the Titans list include Taylor Lewan, Nate Davis, Kendall Lamb, Julio Jones, Buster Screen, Bud Dupree, Nick Westbrook-Akine, and then today the Titans have added Jayon Brown and Danico Autry. So if all the names mentioned before, Jayon Brown and Danico Autry, end up not testing positive, they will fall within that five-day period to where they will be able to return for the Miami game. Also meant to mention that Cody Hollister, who is on the team's practice squad, has also uh, been placed on the COVID list. Denard, it's been the mantra of this team, next man up. It looks as though the Titans, regardless of what happens between now and Sunday, they're going to be playing down a few guys at key positions. What is your message to the team and the fans out there as we get set to take to play in a pivotal game against the Dolphins? Well, you know, the theme, like all season, <laughs> I mean, or especially since Derek got hurt, is to find strength in numbers, D. That's the theme going forward. We saw last Thursday, Taylor Lewan and Roger Sadfold both were down the left side of the line. And I tell you what, I thought the young rookie, Dylan Ratnews and Aaron Brewer, who's been a, a key contributor to this team for a few years, I thought they played well Sunday. And what I love about this team is, is there's no fall off. If you watch the way that Dylan Ratnews played against Nick Bosa, that was quite impressive. Nick Bosa was ineffective pretty much the whole game. And one of the things we talked about was going uh, going into the uh, San Francisco game was make sure that number 97 doesn't beat you. And D, that's going to be the theme for really all the teams, especially when you're dealing with this new COVID variant. I don't know. It's, it seemed like it's something new. Uh, every week that's going on with COVID-19. So once again, if these players can't go, you're going to have to look uh, elsewhere, just like you found in the absence when Jack Rabbit was down, Buster Screen out of UT Chattanooga uh, stepped in and stepped up and played well uh, in Jack Rabbit's absence. So again, D, it's just going to be strength in numbers at this point. Very much so. I also wanted to add that on Monday, the team activated guard Roger Saffold and defensive back Elijah Molden from the COVID list, so they'll be good to go come Sunday, barring any other injuries. I know Roger had been banged up with a shoulder injury. We thought he was going to play 
uh, last Thursday against the 49ers, but then got placed on the COVID list. So that ended up not happening. But yeah, with all these guys, it really remains to be seen who's going to be active come Sunday. But regardless of that, we do need to talk about the Miami Dolphins and what they bring to the table. Uh, Denard, Miami is the first team in, I think, NFL history. I feel like that's yeah, the only way to put it. I know, I know, yes. at least in the Super Bowl era, <laughs> it is. to that's have true. a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak <laughs> in the same season. So you want to talk about a team that has been different for two complete halves of the season, that would be the Miami Dolphins. Denard, when you first look at the Dolphins, whether it be offense, defense, I mean, what has been the resurgence for this team and how they've been able to turn it on? D, it's all been about that defense. That's why they hired Brian Flores. You know, uh, they got him from uh, New England a few years ago. He's a Bill Belichick protege. Really coaches like Coach Belichick. You can tell he's uh, learned uh, from one of the best. Uh, and when you look at this team, Davey, it, it looks like there's a theme since Brian Flores uh, took the job a few years back. Think about it. In 2019, Debo, this team started 0-7. And then they went five and four down the stretch. And if you look at last year, they started one and three, but in the second half, they end up going nine and three. And so just like you alluded to the fact that this is the team, the only team in NFL history, they end up, they beat New England the first game of the season, 17 to six, then lose seven in a row. And then all of a sudden they got hot against Houston and then they, uh, basically win seven in a row. They lose seven and win seven. So again, it's been like the tell of two ends. You don't know what you're going to get out of this group. But when I look at this defense, D, they're playing excellent. And, and it starts with their secondary, the X-Man, Xavier Howard. If you look at their secondary, you're talking about, well, two corners, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. These are two, I wouldn't say overpaid, but they paid these two players quite handsomely. Uh, Xavier Howard, of course, a few years back got that $76.5 million contract extension, 46 of, 46 of that is guaranteed. And then they brought over Byron Jones to really strengthen that unit. He ends up becoming last year the highest paid defensive back in the league. And the reason that they signed these two is for games like this. And when you look at the game Sunday, the, the difference, what's going to make a difference between an L and a W is going to be how AJ goes against Xavier Howard because I'm anticipating them putting number 25 because that's why you pay a, a corner that type of money is so he can shut down the opposing team best threat. And we know who our threat is, and that's A.J. Brown. So the, and, and then when I look at what, what I circled, Debo, was Julio Jones and Nick Westbrook Akine, they're going to have a huge say-so as to the outcome if, of this game. If so they're again, active. It's been their defense, Debo. If they're active. If they're active. Yes. Then. So – yeah, that that remains to be seen. Let's just hope they're active. Very much so. Do you expect AJ to have 16 targets again? Well, you're going to have to because this Miami defense, D, look, you know, D, when you look at this team, D, I was going through, and, I, and I'm glad you brought up that. If you look at the first, let's say, eight games of the season, D, this defense was just giving up. Look at the points they were giving up. You talk about they come out against New England, they won 17-6, to but you look at the next week they played Buffalo, gave up 35. The game against Las Vegas, 31. You're talking about against Indy, uh, where they got beat 27-17, and then Tampa Bay put 45 on them. But if you look at the last seven games, D, they haven't given up. They're averaging, what is it? They're only giving up 11 points, really, a game. And the only game where a team scored over that was the game against the Jets, 24-17, or the Jets, again, with 31-24. But again, 
that's that's been kind of the theme of this season. It's just how this defense plays is how this team kind of plays. They're very identical as Tennessee. So again, this is going to come down uh, really about the play of the perimeter because both of these teams they play kind of the same style. They win by the the play of their defenses. They do, and I mean, we're talking about it. We we can get into the schematics of it here in a second, but I, I mean, I just got to run down their schedule because they are eight and seven, and right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the matchup we're seeing on Sunday is what would happen. We would be the two seed, and mm-hmm. the Dolphins would be, be the, seven. the seven. Now, yeah. that's not likely to end that way. I mean, if you you look at it, uh, I go to playoffstatus.com. It just kind of shows you some numbers behind where teams are mathematically supposed to finish. And right now, I mean, the Dolphins, there's an 82% chance they don't even make the playoffs just based off of their remaining schedule with the Titans and then the Patriots. For them to make the playoffs, they have to win out. If they can win out, they will control that seven seed. And mm-hmm. they, there's a chance they get up to the six seed. But, I mean, that's the only spot they control on their own is the seven. And right now, you just look at the teams they've beaten. I know it's the NFL and you got to worry about everybody, but they're not exactly beating any juggernauts. They've beaten one good team, and that team has really fallen off as of late, and that would be the Baltimore Ravens. But ever since, they got beat by the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons beat them 30-20. to 20. Sorry, you mentioned the Bills game. Bills beat them 26-11. to 11. They then beat the Texans 17-9. to 9. They got the Ravens on Thursday night. That defensive effort by the Dolphins in that one was pretty stout. They contained Lamar the entire time. They then beat the Jets. They then beat the Panthers. They then beat the Giants. They then beat the Jets again. And then they beat the Ian Book-led Saints. And the Saints were without close to 20-something players. So I look at this and I say, you know what? They haven't beaten a good team. You could argue, okay, the Ravens, that's that's a good team. And yeah. they, they did a good job shutting them down. But one out of six, I mean, this is also the team that is lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, 23-20. to 20. They got beat by the Bills twice. I mean, and the Bills started off a lot better than they've been playing now. But I'm not exactly scared of the Dolphins. I'm not saying we're going to go in there and absolutely destroy them. But this is definitely a winnable game for the Titans. And there's a reason the betting lines show the Titans as a favorite. You also have to factor in just who's actually going to be active for the Titans. That does play a role. And maybe the Dolphins can get lucky twice in a row and have to play a team just completely decimated by players on the COVID list. But, D, whenever I'm looking at the offense, obviously Tua Tonga Viola been a big storyline when you're talking about, is this guy a franchise quarterback? Can he come in and make sure that the Dolphins aren't looking for another option at the end of the season? What do you think about Tua and the current weapons that he has around him? Well, you know, we always talk about it. It, it starts really the game comes down to the play of the quarterback. We, we've been talking about that all year. That's just the way this league is, is made up of. It's, it's made up. It's a quarterback driven league. And when you look about, when you look at Tua, if you look over the last four games, Davey, he's been the model of consistency. One thing this offense hasn't done, they haven't turned the ball over. And that's really the, really the theme for Tennessee. When they don't turn the ball over, they typically win. When they, It's when they turn the ball over is when they end up losing. So it's kind of a cliche term, but it really 
is something that all teams really they they focus on because that's really what gets a team beat. I've always preached there's no disparity in this league, regardless of the records. And really, their key, Davey, in what's happening, uh, what's done happened for this team has been the play of Jalen Waddle. Now we know Jalen quite well. You know how explosive he is. You're talking about the number six in the 2021 draft. The thing that I love about him is Sunday, he has a chance, Debo, uh, to break Anquan Bolden's single season record for rookie, for catches for a rookie. Bolden had 101 and Jalen's at 96. So if you're Brian Flores and you know you have a young player that has a chance to break a record, you know what they're going to do? They're going to try to implement him in, in the game plan early. They're going to try to force, I, I'm not saying they're going to force some in there, but they're going to try to get him the ball so he can get that record somewhere in the next two weeks. Now, David, he is an explosive player. He He's that kind of a player that can top the defense with his speed. If you saw the game against New Orleans, if you look in the red zone, when they did the misdirection and then they just gave him the ball, you know, handed off to him and he ended up scoring. They're going to find a way to utilize their weapons because I like, and I, and I say this again, I like Devontae Parker, but Devontae Parker is not half of the player is Jalen Waddle. When he gets going, David, he's one of the most electric, most, one of the most explosive players uh, in this league. And he's gotten better and he's playing with confidence and he's developed that chemistry with Tua and you starting to see these two on the same page earlier in the season, Debo, they, they look like they were struggling. And that's what happens when two players, they don't really have that timing. We, we see that with Ryan or we saw that with Ryan the last few weeks when he doesn't have his main weapons. And that's exactly what's happened with this offense from Miami because of the continuity between these two. They've been healthy. Uh, well, Tua's getting healthier. Because uh, he's been banged up part of the season, but you're starting to see those two mesh, and that makes for one heck of a game Sunday. Because if you are defensive backs, Jack Rabbit and Christian, you gotta make sure that you account for 17 and do not let him get on top of you because he has that type of speed, Debo. He definitely has the speed. One of the things whenever I've watched the Dolphins so far, they're not the team that's just taking deep shot after deep shot. One of the reasons too is completion percentage is so high is because He's willing to come back to his check down and they run a lot of short routes for his receivers because they know they have the speed that if they're able to catch it and then make something happen after the catch. So yeah, Jalen Waddle's prime example of that. Whenever you, you talk about that D and him getting an open space and possibly trying to put a move on a guy, you can't have what happened with the Debo Samuels play there late against the 40 or when the Titans are playing the 49ers and he's able to get the best of Fulton and run 56 yards and almost get into the end zone. Yeah, the Titans defense is going to have their hands full. Now, obviously, if the Titans have their full display of pass rushers available right now, Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, both on the COVID-19 list, I think the Titans should win in the trenches and be able to get the upper hand on this Miami offensive line. But I don't know if that's going to be happening if you're playing a bunch of backups at, at those positions. Denard, whenever you take into account the Dolphins played on Monday night, the Titans haven't played since Thursday, and I keep saying it, but I mean, it's, it's the it's the truth. We don't know who's actually going to be playing. How much of a rest advantage do you really think goes into it for these teams, especially with the Titans being at home? Uh, at this time of year, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we was talking about that uh, before the San Francisco game with it being a short week. And then San Francisco, they have to travel to Nashville, especially on a short week from Sunday to Thursday. Then they probably have to leave Tuesday <laughs> to get used to being on central time. 
So again, I don't think that at, at least at this point, that's going to be a concern because everybody's typically tired or worn down. But I, I think the tides because of the bye. And if you look at after the bye, the game Thursday night, they had, they've had the chance to have a little bit more rest in between those games. That's what you love about uh, the Titan situation and rest. Uh, it really has come at a, a very important time. That's where I would give the advantage to Tennessee is basically they're a little bit more rested, but I don't think that's going to be an issue because this team right now, D, uh, a Monday night game, uh, it doesn't affect you. Yeah, it's a short week because you still have Tuesday off. And then Miami, the trip from Florida down to Nashville, it's not like it's a four-hour flight. So that's not going to hurt you. What what I, I will say about this game, D, is this is a dangerous game. We, we talked about this earlier in the offseason when we was breaking down uh, some teams that could give the Titans a fit. And we talked about Miami coming in here. That's going to be a game that we needed to pay close attention to. Because, D, what has happened with this football team is, let me just say this, they've, they've got the confidence in their swag back. You remember, if you look at a Brian Flores team, since Brian Flores has gotten to South Beach, typically this team starts slow. D, I don't know why. It's like if they start like they finish, this team probably would go 16 or 17 and 0. <laughs> you know, they have that kind of capability, but they start so slow. But then if you look at the second half of the season, we talked about in 2019, five and four, 2029 and three and 2021, you know, look, look, they're seven and oh in the last seven games. When you have confidence, especially going down the stretch and you know you can win, David, that is a formula not only for success, but it can also be dangerous for, you know, for the uh, for your opponents. So, again, this is going to be a game that we need to pay close attention to. I think this has a, a chance to be a, a one heck of a game uh, Sunday in Nashville. It does. I was actually hoping that we'd have some cooler weather, but it's like on Saturday, it's supposed to be like 70 in Nashville, which is extremely unusual for this time of year. The first time I ever went to a Titans wow. game was around this time, like, gosh, well over a decade ago. And it was like the coldest game I'd ever been to, yeah, definitely below freezing. And yet I think it'll be in the the upper 40s whenever this one plays on Sunday, a big cold front coming through. But if you're looking at Denard, you talk about it being an important game, that playoffstatus.com website I was talking about earlier, I mean, they have this game being the second most important game in the AFC on their importance factor behind the Bengals and the Chiefs. The Bengals and the Chiefs game, I mean, that can lock up likely the first round by for the Chiefs if, if the Titans were to, to falter. Uh, it could also uh, mean a lot for the Bengals as they try to win the AFC North. So a lot going on there, but the Titans and the Dolphins, both these teams have a lot to play for. If you look at the Titans and what it will take for some clinching options, we've talked about it at length. If the Titans do win one more game, they clinch the AFC South. There's nothing the Colts can do. And D, you and I were talking before we recorded. Carson Wentz also placed on the COVID-19 list. They have a big game against the Raiders. Raiders technically not eliminated yet. So it's a do or die time for them. So they'll be giving it all they have. But the Titans, again, we can clinch with a, the AFC South with the win or a Colts loss. But you can also clinch a playoff spot if, number one, make sure I have this right, if you tie the Dolphins, you can guarantee yourself you're at least going to make the playoffs. So, again, well, that's not what we want. We want to win. But uh, case two, you can you can get the seven seed if the Patriots lose to or tie the Jaguars, the Chargers lose to or tie the Broncos, 
Case two, the Patriots lose two or tie the Jags, and the Ravens lose two or tie the Rams. Now, the most likely scenario is the one I'm about to read to you, but the Chargers lose or tie to the Broncos, and the Ravens lose two or tie the Rams. So if you think the Chargers and the Ravens lose, then the Titans are guaranteed a playoff spot whether we win or lose, or if we lose, because we know if we win, we're, we're in. But there's just a lot that can happen this week, a lot that can shake out. I mean, I don't recall Denard a week. 17, I know that's usually the last week of the season, but where there's been this many teams still alive for an opportunity to make the playoffs. AFC, definitely a lot different than the NFC. A lot of NFC teams have locked it up. The only team that has clinched a playoff bid for the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. They've come on as of late, but again, like right now, I still think if the Titans are healthy, that's a matchup that's very favorable for the Tennessee because they're able to get to the quarterback only using four guys. And that's how you kind of have to beat the Chiefs. Uh, they've not had a dominant run game, but hopefully that's something we're talking about later on as we get set to host a potentially an AFC championship game or go back on the road to Arrowhead to get to get to the Super Bowl. You don't want that. Nah, but I mean, if you were to offer me that option right now, D, I would I would take it. So <laughs> You like, don't want to go to Kansas City. <laughs> if you're telling me that I am in the AFC championship, I don't care where it's at, I'm I'm taking the odds right now. I actually just sent family home from Kansas. They flew back into Kansas City. So uh, if, if I want to drop like a grand on tickets, they uh, they got a place for me to stay. So shouts out to the Brown family. Okay. Um, but Denard, as, as we hit this final stretch, man, we've been talking about it, but how are you feeling just going into this week? Are you, are you feeling confident about the Titans' chances of walking out of Nissan Stadium with a win over the Dolphins? I'm always confident. I was confident last week, even after the loss to Pittsburgh. I, I called it. I said it was going to be, what, 16 to 13. It was going to come down to a last-minute field goal, and I'm very confident of the game Sunday. Now, D, I did. I wanted, I wanted to like talk to you about something, and that is the play of the special teams. Now, this time of year where you have two teams that are identical – and they match up well against one another. D is I, I circle Danny Cruzman because what happens is this around this time of year, this is where a lot of the special teams uh, coaches, they start to uh, come up with little gimmicks. So if you're the Titans organization, if you're Titans defense, be aware Miami's punt team, uh, be aware of some fakes, you know, because teams will go into their little trick bag of tricks and try to find what little advantage they can get in a game and there's nothing more demoralizing to a unit if you're not prepared for some kind of fake or a fake punt. So again, that's going to be a key this week. And I'm sure uh, the defensive staff and Craig Ackerman, they're ready for the little gimmicks. And if you're the Titans, you need to pull out a little bag of tricks of your yourself because, but this is the time of year, Debo, you have to be prepared for those little tricks because this might be uh, something that will get a team over the hump. So once again, this can be in, this can be crucial in special teams play this uh, in this game Sunday. Very much so. Miami cannot afford a loss, so they are going to put everything on the line to go in and win this game. So you have to be prepared for any and everything because it is coming. If you look at what happens, D is going to give the what if, and then we'll give our score predictions. If Tennessee wins this game and they improve to eleven and five, we then have a forty-four percent chance of getting the one seed a 49% chance of the two seed, a 6% chance of the three seed, and only a four or and only a 1% chance of the four seed. So if you win this game, it is looking as though you will be the one or the two seed come playoff time. And you, you get the two seed, I mean, you would have likely a uh, home field advantage throughout. We know what happens. You get the one, you get the bye, which will be huge for this team. But you lose those numbers, definitely take a hit. And you can pretty much say goodbye to the one seed. 
Uh, you still have a decent chance at the two seed, but you don't control your own destiny. And you also don't control your own destiny for the three seed. So you, you really got to win this game to just maintain that race to have home field advantage. So we'll we'll see what happens and we'll continue to keep you updated on the probabilities for the Titans in the playoff race. But hopefully nobody else gets placed on the COVID list, Denard. And I know it's going to be hard to predict just because we don't, we're several days away from game day and we don't know exactly who's going to be eligible to be out there on the field. But just knowing what you know about these two teams as it currently sits, what is your score prediction for this one? My score prediction will be if we can get Julio going uh, Sunday, this this is going to be a crucial part of the game. It's not going to be on the shoulders of AJ because I think he's going to end up drawing Xavier Howard, uh, much like the Jalen Ramsey situation against the Rams. I, I was not happy with the Rams because I was anticipating him, Jalen Ramsey, following AJ 100% of the game, and that didn't happen. But I will say this, that if you can get more production out of Julio Jones this week, I truly feel that would be the difference. I have Tennessee winning. I'm going to go, it's going to be close. It's going to be 27-24. I think the Titans pull it out if the if the perimeter game gets going, and that is Mr. Mr. Julio Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Waffle House. If he can get going Sunday, I, I got 27-24 Tennessee. I know Howard was a Pro Bowl player this year, and he'll, he'll probably end up being all pro. But if I'm Brian Flores and I'm looking at my defense, I do not give Tennessee the opportunity to throw it at A.J. I make everyone else beat me because we've shown when A.J.'s not out there, this offense is stagnant. So I don't right. care if I'm taking my two best corners and putting them on A.J., and we're just going to double him the entire time and make somebody else beat us because the Titans have proven they don't have anybody else that can do that. I know Julio did it years ago, but he has not been the player. He only had one target uh, last Thursday, and the reason for that was because he's, he's not been getting open. He can't create the separation he used to, and I would I would love to see him do yeah. it, but until we see it, I can't I can't do it. I mean, he's he's at that point but where he's dealing with a hamstring injury. You got to remember that he's dealing well, with he, a hamstring injury. He might injury. be, but that I mean that even goes more to my point of like he's probably not going to be able to do much because he's dealing with the injury and that's not me just taking a shot that's just looking at what he's been doing the entire season and we realize he's just not fully healthy and he's just not the same player he was in Atlanta and so that's just that's just part of it but with all that said I still feel confident the Titans they'll get their offensive line back they'll be able to run the ball and I don't think Tua I don't I don't think Vrabel is going to let Tua beat them so with that said, I do have it being a close one as well. Tennessee with the rest advantage. I think we'll get some of those guys back off the COVID list. With where we are sitting at right now, I got the Titans winning this one, Denard, 23-17. to I hate to go out on a sad note, Denard, but one of my childhood icons has, I'm literally just seeing this come across, but I hate to bring the news, but John Madden has just passed away. Legendary oh, coach tough. and broadcaster, John yes. Madden, has passed away at the age of 85. I know a lot of people have grown to love the game of football because of this man and what he yes. has done with the Madden video game franchise. I mean, that was my childhood, Denard. That's probably the reason I'm sitting here talking to you in the moment is because of that game. So, yeah, but you know what, D? That, that doesn't equate what he did for the Raiders organization. Oh, You're talking no. about one of the greatest coaches and one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. There's no one, no one in the business like John Madden. And I, I hate to bring that news, but I wanted to give the man the respect that he deserves because he has meant so much to the game, and it's just terrible to lose a family member, especially this time of year. So 
thoughts and prayers go out to the Madden family. And and so it's uh, it's definitely going to be something that I think the NFL is going to take a look at and find a way to commemorate him, especially for all the games this upcoming week. And they will do more in, in the future as they honor one of the true greats of the game of football. So we send our thoughts out to his family. But Denard, we are out of time today, but we will be back following the Tennessee Titans versus the Miami Dolphins game on Sunday. Hopefully the Titans get a win. They can pull that one out. They are sitting pretty and a chance to possibly get an extra week off and another chance. There's no update on Derrick Henry. As of right now, I don't know what his status entails. Hopefully we get some news in relation to that moving forward. But that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.